0: Welcome Screamer to Scream Stream, your spoiler-free guide to streaming horror entertainment. I'm your host, James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is pick a horror movie from one of the various streaming services and give it a spoiler-free review. Scream stream is available wherever podcasts are served, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Just head over to ScreamPod.com and all those links are there. And if you'd like to support me and the show and all the things that I create, head over to Patreon.com slash James Gass, and consider becoming a patron. So before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, I do want to mention a couple of things that I've been watching uh, during the week, one of which is a show on Amazon Prime called The Witching Season, and this is an independent sort of quote-unquote show. It's got five episodes, and I think they're basically all uh, just five uh, short films, and they range between 11 minutes or 9 minutes and 15 minutes. But the longest one is 31 minutes. And these are independent short films. They are low budget, but they have a really nice production quality to them. Uh, they're well acted, well written. I don't know if it's the same uh, same group that did all five of them. Uh, I think it is. It, I think it might be. I'm not real sure. But they are worth watching. And I will put a link to these in the show in the uh, show notes for this week's episode. Uh, I do recommend that you go and check those out. Then I also watched, uh, I started watching The Eye last night with Jessica Alba. And this is the American remake of the, I think it's Chinese horror film of the same name. I remember watching this movie uh, many years back. I think it's about eight years ago now. And I really liked it, I remember liking it, and uh, I thought I'd uh, revisit it and see if anything has changed, see if my thoughts have changed, because I don't really remember a whole lot about the film. Uh, so I started watching it last night, it's pretty creepy, just from the 30 minutes that I I got to see, and I'll finish that up tonight. Uh, and then this weekend we watched uh, the new Netflix original horror film, Malevolent, uh, I did not really like it. I thought it was a little pretty dull. The acting was okay, with the exception of one dude, the main character's brother. His acting was just not all that great. The rest of the actors were good. The story was just pretty dull and boring, and I just didn't really like it. My wife even fell asleep like 30 minutes in, so there you go. And I think that's all the notable things I've watched since uh, the last episode. Alright, so let's get into this week's review which is Pumpkinhead? It was written by Mark Patrick Carducci. It was bait or it's also based on a poem by Ed Justin. And this was directed by Stan Winston. Now I did not know that he directed movies. And I think this is really the, like the only feature film that he directed. I think he did like two music videos and like, uh, some, uh, a featurette for Terminator two 3d. You probably know Stan Winston for his creature creations. He worked on aliens, Jurassic park. Uh, He worked on AI and he also did the monster uh, or created the monsters for monster squad. So a lot of visual visual effects and creature creations. Uh, Yeah. I did not know. He uh, was also a director as well. So there's your Stan Winston fun fact of the week. And the film also stars Lance Hendrickson, Jeff East, John Dequino, DeQuino and Brian Bremer as as Bunt. So for the brief plot synopsis, after a tragic accident, a man conjures up a towering vengeful demon called Pumpkinhead to destroy a group of unsuspecting teenagers. So let's go ahead and get the technical stuff out of the way. Acting, acting from the kids, was uh, it was okay, basically mediocre. Some of the some of the characters were not very interesting, kind of goofy. Uh, I think one of the goofiest actors was Joel Hoffman, who played Steve. Like, his, his whole dialogue presentation was just, I don't know, it was just so silly and so, like, over the top. It was just a little silly. Uh, most everybody did all right. Brian Bremmer pretty much stole this show along with Lance Hendrickson. Uh Brian Bremmer played Bunt. You'll have to watch the movie to see why, but like he is probably like my the, the character I remember the most, even from when I was a kid. Uh his performance was just really, really good. And then of course Lance Hendrickson who played Ed Harley. Uh did an amazing job as always. I think Lance Hendrickson is like one of my favorite like horror icon actors right up there with uh, Robert Englund and Kane Hodder uh anytime i see Lance Hendrickson i will probably watch the movie uh so cinematography was good i mean it's classic classic film cinematography set design was great you know a lot of this is uh, i think the majority of it was done uh on on location i think there was a couple of, of sets especially uh, the set where pumpkin head is buried that just looks really good it, it sort of i i think or i feel like tim burton uh draw, drew a lot of inspiration from that when maybe when he was designing sleepy hollow that kind of look and feel just that one little set had so much character to it and so much i i don't know uh so much life about it really interesting set design on just that one little piece Creature design Pumpkinhead was super creepy. He didn't look overly fake. You could or he didn't look sometimes when you when you build these creatures and design these suits they look they look silly, but Pumpkinhead in this looked really good. Uh he looked realistic, didn't look overly goofy, didn't look silly or anything like that. Uh the actor who who played Pumpkinhead was freaking amazing. Uh with just body movements, Tom Woodruff Jr. That's who played him. Um, did just a really good job at at creating or, or at bringing Pumpkinhead to life. Like just was awesome. Uh, so this is one of those films. It's not a great film, admittedly, but it is good and it's, it's nostalgic. I guess is is why I like it so much for that for that nostalgia. If you're forty like me or right around forty, uh, you grew up with this film. And it's one of those that you watched when you were a kid or you wanted to watch and your parents wouldn't let you, but you know, your friends at school saw it and they would tell you about it. It's just one of those nostalgic watches. If you're just getting into horror, this is required watching for you. Uh, this is it's just great horror storytelling at its best, with the exception of the acting. But you know, it is what it is. Uh oh, also little no fact... Uh, uh, Mayim Bialik, who was Sheldon Cooper's girlfriend in Big Bang Theory. Uh, she was in that. She was one of the little kids at the very beginning. Uh, she was like one of the, I guess, the little poor kids. No idea she was in that movie uh, until I looked it up for, for uh, this episode of Stream. So, yeah, just a lot of nostalgia. As for the story goes, it's a little shallow. So you have a group of kids. hurt this guy's son and he's out for revenge it's a revenge film basically Uh, and it's super simple story but it works really well there's a couple twists in there and there's some there is some really good character development with Lance Hendrickson's character uh, Ed Harley I don't want I can't really spoil it for you but there is some good character development with him now, with the kids, it's they're basically there to get slaughtered and I, you don't really give a whole i mean you don't really care about them uh as much as just seeing them die <laughs> and seeing how they're going to die uh by pumpkin head uh now halfway through there are two characters that kind of are I can't say that either dang that's the problem with being a spoiler free show you can't really. Get into everything you want to talk about. Uh, maybe I'll do some spoiler stuff for for the Patreon uh, for the Patreon page. But there is there's a couple of characters that you do finally start to root for. And like I said, it's it's not a great film, but it is worth watching. And I saw this. It's on. I know it's. I think it's on Hulu, but I know it's on Amazon Prime. Definitely worth worth watching if you haven't seen it before. If you just want to see how well it holds up. Uh, definitely go and check it out uh, I think it holds up really well I think it it doesn't look dated the only thing that really dates the film are the vehicles used uh, i I think that's really about it yeah definitely go watch it it's 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 good if to give it a rating so if this was to come out today I'd probably give it like a three out of five but because of the nostalgia fact it's really a four it's a four out of five come on it's Pumpkinhead. It's just one of those classic horror films that you watch on a Friday night with a group of friends at a sleepover or just at a late night get together. Popcorn, some brew, and and Pumpkinhead, and that's really all you need for for this Halloween season. No, it's not all you need, but for one of the <laughs> one of the weekends in this Halloween season, this is what you're going to watch. Um so, yeah, uh, check it out. It's it's available on Amazon Prime. All right, so let's get into what's new on Netflix. Uh, starting off with Seven in Heaven. I think that came out. Yeah, this was just added yesterday, I believe. Yeah, on Sunday. I'd never heard of this movie. Uh, it looked interesting. Two Two teenagers step into a secret closet and emerge in a terrifying alternate reality. They must find their way back before the door shuts forever. Uh, so it looks it looks okay, I guess. I'll put it in the queue and check it out later. Then we have Malevolent, and as I mentioned before, I would just skip that one. Creeped out is a it's a series for young adults, I think. Uh, kind of like Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark? The trailer looks really good. I will probably watch this anyway, even though it's for kids. Uh it looks pretty spooky. And um yeah, I'm gonna check that one out. Then we have the The Haunting of Molly The Haunting of Molly Hartley. I've never seen this movie. Heard about it. It only has a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 3.9 on IMDB. Uh d- yeah, I probably won't be watching that one either. Uh, Truth or Dare. Now, this is a British film that came out in 2017 or last year. I heard about it in 2015 when they were they were just starting production on it, um, and I've been interested to see, or I've been waiting to see this. It looks it looks pretty cool, and it's in the queue. It's got a 5.1 on IMDb, or a four, and a 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it looked pretty cool. the inter, the The trailer looked. Looked all right. So I put it in the queue and I'll probably watch it anyway. And then we also have uh, The Shining, uh, the, 1980, the 1980 classic, uh, Shining from Stanley Kubrick. And that is it for Netflix. And then moving on to Amazon Prime, there's quite a few things on here that I do want to mention. First being Daughters of Satan from 1972. This stars Tom Selleck. Uh, actually, a pretty cool, pretty cool film. If you haven't seen, I do uh, recommend that you check it out. We have Slender from 2016. This is another Slender Man film. Have not seen this. Haven't watched the trailer, but I'll probably put it in my watch list anyway. Then we have The Witches from 1968. Sugar Hill from 1974. Uh, this is actually a really good film. This is uh, done during the uh, exploitation films uh, back in the 70s. Really, really good movie, actually, uh, based on uh, Haitian voodoo. Then we have Night of the Demons from 1988. Oh, I started, yeah, I started watching this um, the other night and I just hadn't got around to finishing it. Uh, I actually liked that film. I watched it when I was a kid and thought it was pretty good. The Initiation of Sarah. I've heard of this movie. Haven't seen it. This is from 1978. Uh, I will probably put this in my queue and uh, watch it later. Lord of Illusions from Clive Barker. That was a good film with uh, Scott Bakula and Kevin O'Connor. Uh, Directed by Clive Barker as well. Scream and Scream Again from 1970 with Vincent Price. Stephen King's Pet Cemetery from 1989. Motel Hell, if you haven't seen that, highly recommend it. Uh, Carrie. Jeepers Creepers. New Year's Evil, haven't seen that, but I do want to watch it. Uh, I think it's supposed to be kind of just super cheesy. Uh, The Town that Dreaded Sundown from 2014. This was a really good movie. Highly recommend that one. Child's Play. And I think they're doing a remake now. They're in production. I don't know why they're remaking that film. Um, it's a stupid idea. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Vampire's Kiss with um, Nicholas Cage. The Town that Dreaded Sundown from 1977. I have not watched that one, but I probably will. The Fall of the House of Usher with Vincent Price. Uh, that's one of those films directed by uh, Roger Corman. He did a lot of those uh, Edgar Allan Poe films. Uh, Amityville 2, The Possession, Squirm, and Troll. Oh, and Dolls. Dolls looks kind of creepy. I haven't watched that yet either. And I th- yeah, and that's going to do it for uh, Amazon Prime. And now finally, let's switch over to Shudder. Got a few things here on Shudder. Uh, a Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Night of the Lone Wolf or late late phases night of the lone wolf that was a good movie uh, satan's slaves don't know what that is true horrors which is kind of like a it's kind of like a a docu series where people tell about stuff that happened to them uh supernatural stuff that happened to them kind of like like my ghost story and there's one on sci-fi kind of those kind of shows we have a bunch of stuff from Alfred Hitchcock, including The Rear Window, Psycho, Rope, The Man Who Knew Too Much, Vertigo, Sh- uh, Shadow of a Doubt, The Birds. That was really good. And then finally we have Darkest Night, which is a uh, one of my favorite other horror podcasts. It's kind of like a radio drama, but it is produced by Shudder. And season three finally dropped uh, last week. They put out the first two episodes it might, might already be up to three. I don't know. I haven't checked yet. Uh, but that's now out. If you haven't listened to that podcast, it's really, really good. I uh, do recommend it. And then they have Halloween, Halloween 4, and Halloween 5. Uh don't know what happened to 2 and 3, but they I guess they just didn't get them. Uh, they also have the original version of The Eye. And they also released uh, Bug and uh Witch, The Witch Window. No idea what that is. All right, and that's it for your – no, wait. Correction. The Witch Window will be out on October the 18th. Uh, And then we have Open Your Eyes, Right at Your Door, Manhunter, American Psycho 1 and 2, Fido, and then um, Channel Zero Season 2, No End House. I didn't get to finish that one. I watched, like, the first two episodes and and didn't get to finish the rest of them. Uh, Let Us Pray, Chocolate, Black Coal, Thin Ice – Starry Eyes, which is good. And that's it for (laughs) Shudder. There's quite a bit added to Shudder this week. So there you go. There are all of your new releases for this week, all your new horror releases. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of ScreamStream. If you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, uh, head over to ScreamPod.com, and you can find uh, links to all my social profiles Uh, on Twitter. I'm at uh, Scream underscore Stream. Instagram, I'm Screamstream, and then you can also join the Facebook page over at facebook.com/screampod. I post quite a bit of stuff over over at uh, over on the Facebook page. I'm trying to remember to do Twitter more and uh, and Instagram a little more, uh, but mainly I post a lot of stuff over at, over at the Facebook page. So go and check those out. Uh, if you'd like to support me and all the stuff that I create, head over to patreon.com slash James Gas. Uh, you can support the show over there. I'm working on a couple just extra stuff um, to to do for, for patrons of the show. And then remember to subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast. Whatever podcast you happen to use, ScreamStream is probably there. If it's not, let me know, and I'll get it there. Um, and if you have a movie you'd like me to review, Go to screenpod.com slash contact, fill out the form and let me know the film that you'd like to uh, hear me review or talk about or highlight or, or, or whatever. Um, just let me know. And uh, I'll definitely add that to the queue. And Oh, speaking of queue next week, I'm doing always watching a marble Hornet story. And I've, and as I've mentioned on the past few episodes, if you have not seen the marble Hornets YouTube channel, please go and check that out. Uh I think it's just called just do a search for marble hornets. Uh, it's like 93 clips. They're all really really short. Uh you can probably power through them within a couple of days. Go and check out that YouTube channel. It is really well done. It's it's kind of like this found footage thing uh where this kid was helping his friend work on a movie for college uh and things go horribly wrong and it's it's set in the slenderman mythos universe kind of thing. Uh I, I think this is probably the the best the the best slenderman mashup I've I've ever seen. Just really well done. They they're all shot on like like a home video camera, but they're just so well written and so well acted. Um they, they just did an awesome job with, with that with that channel. But yeah, go check that out and then next week I'll, I'll do uh, Always Watching, which is uh, a film set in, within the same universe. So I think it, the original guys had something to do with it, but not a whole lot. But anyway, uh, go and check that out. Alright, and then finally, music used for stream was created by Kevin McLeod over at incompetech.com Until next week, I'm James Gass saying, if it was real the cameraman would be dead too. Good night.